Jordan, were you a good baby in school today? Oh, sure. Jordan's the best. Look, it's Jordan. From down the block. And how's Jordan? Jordan's totally fine, but Jordan's mom is in bad shape. Problem is, her husband's out of the country on a business trip. So there's no one to take care of Jordan. Aww. Oh, poor Jordan needs a hug. Probably scared from all these tubes. Milk is good for you, Jordan. Can you oh. say milk for me? Good, Jordan. Oh, good. Now walk to me. Oh, yes. Actually, we think it's really nice of you to take care of Jordan, as long as you treat him better than your goldfish. <laughs> you know what? Since this Jordan came along, I've seen a whole side to Darian I never knew he had. Hi, Darian. Door was open. Want to take Jordan to the park? You found someone else to help you with Jordan, haven't you? Fine, I'll take off. Jordan threw up on her and she got unglued. What is she, your girlfriend? You can take care of Jordan by yourself. I'm out of here. Amy, it was totally amazing. Jordan started to walk. Yeah. Halfway across the room. Wow, how great. <laughs> hey, Jordan, why don't you show Amy how you can walk? Yeah, do it again, little guy. Come on. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And sometimes we watch a four-hour musical about Sailor Moon. <laughs> but not this sometimes time. we celebrate holidays. Sometimes not this we time. celebrate Usagi's birthday. But no, not this time. Uh, this time... All right, look, before we introduce our guest, who I'm very excited about, Jordan... Yes. When the Doomtree saga started, do you yes. remember how we were all like, oh, yeah, we really like the Doomtree saga. Like, there's good <laughs> stuff in this. Wait, do you not like this episode? <laughs> I mean, this episode's bad. No. It's really it's... All right, let's get to it. Let's get to uh, it. We're going to be watching Sailor Moon R, episode 53, which is Usagi and Memoru's Babysitting Mayhem. Uh, and it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. Ugh. But we have a great, very fun show for you today because we are joined by a guest who I'm very excited to talk to because she was part of a piece of Sailor Moon fandom that I had no idea existed. Uh, Christy Murdahl, welcome to the show. Hello. You had no idea fandoms existed? I didn't. Really? I mean, like, I, I feel like if I would have thought about it, I would have <laughs> gone, oh, right, that makes sense. But I didn't. I did not think about it at all. And I was really surprised at, at the very existence of fandoms. Oh, boy, man. They've got a long history. There have been fandoms going on since, like, 1997. Oof. So when I started seeing them, they're, they're fantastic. <laughs> In their own so, special way. But, but like, so, I mean, okay, I first, I found out about them when, when I got to, when I rewatched like five or six years ago and I, I got to Sailor Stars and I found out, oh, look, there's people actually trying to do a dub of Sailor Stars because obviously it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but I, I only watched like an episode or so of it. What, I don't, like, how hard is that to do? Because don't you have to do all the music and the sound effects as well? Like that? Yeah. 
That's so, so difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's why most of them fail. <laughs> okay. I think what Jordan is asking is, do you need someone to play ukulele music? No, no. For fan <laughs> that's not what I'm asking. But I'm just imagining trying to do it, and it would be really tough to do Very that full tough. thing. So I've been on both sides of it. The biggest fandom that I was in was Negavision, which is actually pretty surprisingly well known. Um, just for fun, the other day I searched hashtag Negavision on Twitter and I actually saw someone be like, is anyone old enough to remember this? And they're like holding up a Negavision tape, which is nice. somewhat both exciting and extremely embarrassing. Um, yeah, how they tend to do it is at least Negavision, they localized it. So they tried to make it like the Deke Sailor Moon dub. They used all the names. They tried to replicate the Deke music as much as possible. Um, they even did Sailor Says, but they tried to make it. Wait, 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 wait. They did. You did, you did a Sailor Moon Says. Yeah, they did Sailor Moon Says at the end of every episode. Wait, Um, (laughs) this is amazing. That means there exists a Sailor Moon Says for Pension Adams. Or, let's see. That's the, that's the, the ghosts episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it somewhere. (laughs) That's amazing. Because I was in that episode too. That's so great. Um, That's right. You said you played the. Well, the little girl, yes. yeah, whatever her name was. <laughs> I can't <laughs> remember. Her Sarah in that dub, I can't remember. But yeah, I've totally got that on a DVD somewhere. So oh, that's I could, amazing. Uh, and so I have that, and then I have the so the end of Supers going into Stars. There's like a Nihilania arc that kind of ties up Star or ties up Supers, and so I've got all of those episodes with Sailor Says, and they're dubbed, and then. Uh, the first couple episodes of the actual storyline of stars is kind of where it fizzled out, but they did quite a few of them. So I've got those DVDs. I will dig them up. They're amazing. (laughs) They're, they're really fascinating to watch now because (laughs) when I was in this, I was like 13 years old when I started. So going back now, it's like, Oh wow. (laughs) Oh wow. That's on the internet forever. (laughs) Yeah. Let's take a step back. How did you get into sailor moon? And then how did you get into the, the dubbing? So um, I was really into cartoons forever, um, just any kind of cartoons, really. Like, I really, I remember being in fifth grade and loving Dexter's Lab, and I would record it and then try to mock their voices uh, and memorize it. So I was on, back in the early days of the internet, you know, on my Packard Bell with multimedia capabilities, I was on a message board <laughs> on AOL. These people were talking about Sailor Moon, and they were like, oh, the show's great. Characters die, and there's lesbians in it. I'm like, wow. Wait, was it a message board, or was it an AOL chat room back then? I guess, well, it was chat room it was kind of like a message board okay. um, although i did hang out in the sailor moon chat room yeah i did that a lot as well <laughs> <laughs> like all the time like most of my online friends now i met in sailor moon chat rooms but so i, I, do I like the idea of selling the show based on the following two facts characters die and there are lesbians yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was big that just sums it up right there i didn't really sleep much and i would stay up all night in the summer and I happened to just catch it on one day and I caught Day of Destiny and I was just, my fifth grade mind was blown. It was yeah. blown. Like, I was just like, this was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I got to go beat my, meet my friend by the railroad track so I could tell him about how this gut like lady got like a rose stuck in her chest <laughs> <laughs> and her boobs crackled. Like, what? <laughs> got to tell him like, how about this lady was like fighting evil by moonlight in the one episode she ever really did. Um, so... <laughs> It was really exciting, and I got extremely into it at that point, and then was kind of a loner in it for a while, but then I met a friend in middle school, and we were talking about cartoons, and she like leans in, and she's like, do you like, and she kind of goes around, she's like, do you like Sailor Moon? (laughs) So we have like the secret Sailor Moon friendship, but as I started to learn more about the Japanese version back then, it was kind of hard to, you know, get it other than ordering fan sub tapes, so I always wanted to see more of the show. And I also was interested in voice acting. So 
In like 1997, there was a guy, his name is Mark Sprague, and he was doing a Sailor Moon S fan dub. And this was like, I mean, my dream. Like I wanted to be in this fan dub so bad. So I got into the voice acting community and I started doing people's radio plays and other fan dubs and stuff, trying to prove that I was good at this. And then auditions for Negavision came around and I got cast as that little girl in that ghost episode. And then from there, got the audition for Jupiter. So then I was in that for like, I think five or six years. It was a long time. That's awesome. That's that's a long time. To, <laughs> it's a very to, long time. Uh, but I mean, like, it's like, look, it's awesome. I'm <laughs> excited about it. But that's like a really long time to be involved in uh, like a fan project. Like that's yeah. I I mean, like I say that as someone who's been writing about comics online for almost 11 years. But like but, that's but that's not one really project. long time. It wasn't like we were recording all the time, though. Like, I'd be like, oh, no, I got a Negavision script. Uh, I got to find time to record it, like, once every couple of months or so. And then we'd have to do our retakes. Because most of us had not actually seen the episodes. We were going in blind. Sure. Well, because <laughs> you were doing the, the episodes that didn't get brought over, right? Yeah, right. And, and this was before high-speed internet. It's not like he could, like, later, near the end of it, he could actually send me clips, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but at the beginning, he just kind of gave us, like, vague stage instructions. And we'd just have to record the line a bunch of times and hope one sounds like it was responding to the person that was talking to us. That's awesome. How were they distributed? Was it just like a, a like a Usenet thing where you'd leave, you know, leave the modem on all night to download it or? He made these VHS tapes first and like they had like a cover and like he distributed through uh, fan subbers. So you can order like the different Megavision volumes. And then when DVDs came around, he had the Megavision DVD that you could order. But yeah, it was mostly through like the fan subber channels. That's amazing. I, th this is the best story. <laughs> it's um, it is pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> lot of fun and i'm really glad i did it but like uh my friend actually sent me clips from it which i might put up on twitter later and yeah. they are <laughs> they are pretty amazing um actually there's one clip from it that will haunt me for the rest of my life one of my very close friends has the dvd and um he will call me and leave the voice like the line on my voicemail <laughs> <laughs> what's and, the line let's hear it um it was okay so nehalenia and jupiter are fighting and nehalenia is like I've got a sweet dream for you, too. And then my line was, and I know where you can shove it. <laughs> and he, he had like this music mix for my wedding and he put it at the end. Just <laughs> That's <laughs> great. He'll probably like lobby to get that put on my tombstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do have that clip. I'll post it later. Awesome. All right. So, so we like we need to hear your Sailor Jupiter voice now. Obviously, <laughs> I don't know if I could do it anymore. So my voice was a lot higher when I was younger, and um, they would pitch me down a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, really? They sound like a man. Like I just sounded really old because um, I just couldn't maintain a low voice when I was like thirteen. I. I usually voice like Usagi. I was a high-pitched character voice of children, and somehow I got cast as Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> like, nowadays, it would just be, honestly, just a little bit lower than my talking voice, but back then, I was a squeak monster. What uh, What year did it, did it end? I forget. I left the cast in 2006. Okay. So it's been a while. Can you say, I'll come over and make you some Hayashi rice? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just want to hear your Sailor Jupiter voice. Um, it really isn't, like... <laughs> you're, putting, you're putting her on the spot, Chris. Yep. It's not much different than my uh, talking voice, so it would just... God, I don't know. I haven't tried to play Jupiter since 2006. Uh... 
Hmm. You don't have to do this for him. You don't have to. I'm, I'm just going to save you. I'm giving you the out. Chris, you're, you're, you're putting her on the spot. This is terrible. Fine, fine. Uh, so who is, like, is is Jupiter your favorite scout? Or do you have yeah. a, do you have another, were you secretly hating Jupiter no, uh, I, as you played the part? I love Jupiter so much. Like, that was my dream you know um i was a tomboy when i was a kid it seems like a lot of girls that have been on the show seem to really resonate with jupiter and i'm the same way where i uh didn't really fit into like girly mode but i like girly things like i would walk around with you know a barbie doll but then i also really love sonic the hedgehog and i don't know um i liked video games when i was a kid but i also liked ballet so to find this character that kind of represented that that was you know strong and but also like graceful and feminine but not really. She was kind of inspirational to me. Like, that's kind of the character I was always looking for when I was a kid. So she really resonated with me. Though, now that I'm older, um, I find <sighs> her a little annoying. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, get over the boys. <laughs> the boys aren't worth it. They're just hurting you. <laughs> Stop. So I tend to like Uranus and Neptune more now, probably because I'm married and they just talk like a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I like, tend to relate to the old people now. And- I'm so excited about finally getting to them. Well, it's, after it, after don't, seeing them in the musical, well, don't get excited. It's gonna be a while, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. It's gonna like we're gonna be here for a while. It's gonna be like but... next year or something. <laughs> well, it's definitely gonna be next year. It might be like significantly into next year, is what I mean. I, I think we've got a pretty good handle on uh, on Christy and how, where you came from in terms of Sailor Moon fandom. It's very exciting. But before we get into the episode, Jordan, we have a few things to mention to oh, the listeners yes. of this show. We still are running our first ever contest uh where we are giving away a complete set of sailor moon manga that is sailor moon volumes one through 12 plus sailor v codename sailor v volumes one and two plus two volumes of the sailor moon short stories 16 16 volumes of manga provided to us by the publisher kodansha to give away to a fan if you haven't caught up on more recent shows what we're doing is uh the contest is that you write fan fiction for sailor business not sailor moon you write fan fiction for sailor business in the form of a script that jordan and i will read for the winning uh entry yes Uh, you can mail those to sailor business podcast at gmail.com, which is where you can also mail any other correspondence, fan letters, questions that you have for us. Anything you've got can go there. And I have a couple things I want to mention about this. First of all, like it's not just that you get to write fan fiction. It's that you get to write fan fiction and then it becomes real because we will say it and we will just pretend it's totally true. Uh, now, okay, now, <laughs> the yes. deadline for this is going to be uh, December 1st. Yeah. That's when they have to be in. We're going to be reading them on the first Rini episode, if that matters for anyone, the first Chibiusa episode. Uh, Jordan, when we get to the second episode, do we still have to, like, is it canonical? Like, do we have to be like, wow, it sure was weird last week when we uh, were ocelots, whatever people do in fanfiction. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it becomes canon. So, but again, I mean, you know, if it gets, if if if, if somebody writes in and makes us love Rini, we're probably not going to pick that one. <laughs> Unless it's really good. Um, I mean, look, it might be. It might be good. But uh, but also, let me mention, if you've got the Sailor Moon volumes already, you should still do this because you can you can choose somebody else to gift them to. You can have us send them to your favorite library or we can send them to you and you can give them to your favorite library and then spread the love of Sailor Moon everywhere. Like you can you can enter and we and then we'll do with these what you ask us to, except not like. Destroy yes, we them. Will... <laughs> no, we will not. 
make a bonfire of a pile of 16 <laughs> volumes. Like, we might say we will. Jordan has a complete set of Sailor Moon manga now. Another one. Please write into us. SailorBusinessPodcast at gmail.com. One page, script, we'll do this. And with that, uh, if you guys are ready, yeah. I think it's time to move into Sailor Moon R, episode 53, Usagi and Memories Babysitting Mayhem. Also known as Much Ado About Babysitting. They really should That's have just a... named this episode So Many Babies. <laughs> sure. I don't know how many times they said So Many Babies in this show. <laughs> Well, you That's gonna, a bad title. It's a terrible Deke. title, Much Ado About Babysitting, because... Deke in 1996. It doesn't That's sound anything title. like nothing other than that it has an ing at the end. No, it's a terrible title. It's a terrible title. So, as I was saying at the at the top of the show... Now, I guess we should say our heroine is Usagi Skino. She's the moon princess. She's the moon pudding. Whoa. She's uh, cancer. Her blood type's O. There's other sailor scouts. They just recently fought Dracula. Oh, did you, did you see... Oh, I mean, I, not to distract us again. But there were people writing in saying they wanted uh, T-shirts saying, um, like, a hot-headed psychic and uh, kind-hearted girl genius, <laughs> or kind-hearted genius, which was, would be pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, we did not write those phrases. We're also really lazy. Yeah, but I don't think anybody has trademarked kind-hearted, kind-hearted genius. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody could make those. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to speak on behalf of Chris, even though I have no authority to, and say, if anybody wants to make those shirts, do it. Make sure you make one for Jordan that says hot-headed psychic. No. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> make not. Make sure you do that. Make sure you make one for Jordan that says yakety yak cat. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take a yakety yak cat from outer space. So. I really thought about making a shirt of that. Like, that that's just the perfect Luna shirt. Really. <laughs> I actually started working on one that was... Um, Luna with like a X-ray box around her with all the wands and stuff in her stomach, but uh, oh, <laughs> oh my awesome. god, that's the best! Yes, you should have. So I well, I, see, I do. See, Christy, you might have to join the crew here and and be uh, be our merchandise designer. <laughs> I do graphic design actually as my day job. So, um, well, but you... I really did think about it, uh, and then I was like, well, I could do that, or I could sleep. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to do that, yeah. you can call it an official Sailor Business shirt and we awesome. will, and you can sell it and make money. <laughs> and we I won't even ask for any. Chris, I will. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I will definitely I'll I'll, I'll be putting Gotta the get a cut of that, that pie. <laughs> so, uh, remember earlier when we were talking about how, how great this the, episode is? The Doom Tree saga is not what we thought going into it again. This episode is not as bad as you're making it out. The previous it's episode was way worse. It's, it's really annoying. This episode's really annoying. This episode, say, I'll tell you why this episode's great. Because in the Deke dub, they're babysitting Baby Jordan. So they constantly, as I'm sure the listeners know, because I'm sure I put clips at the beginning of the show, uh, they're saying things like, Jordan's the best. How's Jordan? Jordan's totally fine. Poor Jordan needs a hug. <laughs> Look, it's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jordan Needs a Hug is the episode title, so write that down. <laughs> Want to take so, Jordan to the park? Like, all, everything. All sorts of things. Milk is yeah, good I, for I you, Jordan. I can't wait for the super cut of that <laughs> that's going to be at the beginning and end of this episode. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I I think this episode is kind of annoying. I think it's weird. Uh, we I did not I did not come into this to see and get urinated on. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? Best part of the episode by yeah, a long shot. that was the shot. highlight. That was definitely but, the highlight. Also, full frontal male nudity. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, this episode maybe has the single best opening of any episode of Sailor Moon, uh, particularly in the new dub, the oh. the, the new Viz dub, you which got the, is on the DVDs. You got the DVDs. And I really, I honestly, if you like 
the the Sailor Moon dub, by the time they get to R, all the kind of stuff has been ironed out. It's great. Christy, I, I think it's a particularly notable that I really like Sailor Jupiter's voice in the dub as well. Uh, it has grown on me quite a bit. Yeah, like I've uh, I've watched some of the dub and I really, really enjoyed her too. Um, I actually know a couple of people in the dub cast. Um, well, I know what, I've actually slept on the voice of Motoki's floor. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we go. We don't really go way back. He hardly knows me, that's, but I have slept. That's on a floor. fanfic suggestion, everybody. <laughs> Chris and Jordan sleep on Motoki's floor. <laughs> but I will say, best opening line, it's in the dub, and it's Anne saying, so our next target is babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's how she starts it? Yes. Oh my god, which, what are they thinking? Which is the point where Alan and Anne are no longer sympathetic villains. <laughs> Like they are so excited, like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drain the life energy from baby. Well, they literally are working their way backwards, aren't they? Because last episode they were g- going for like children and they're like, all right, well, children didn't work. Let's do babies. I think the thing that made this so great though was that shot of it's like the triangle with yeah. Anne's eyes over the babies, and it's like our next target is babies. <laughs> Just, like, I like busted up I had to pause it. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but it was uh, it was pretty great. They cut that out of the dub, though the the Deke dub, and I was pretty disappointed because her Deke dub voice is really great at being way over the top. Right, right. Well, they're so they're she's like kind of like California ish, isn't she? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's it's wonderful and ridiculous. The 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 so they pick a Cardian and they send out a Cardian. The Cardian first thing, yeah, first thing in the episode starts with Cardian. The Cardian's first, name is first thing. We're gonna kill babies. Let's get let's send a monster. And then in the deep dub, when they uh, when they pick the Cardian, they said to pick one to zap the juice from the gurgling babes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. What a what a wonderful thing they are. I mean, well, listen, Alan and Anne are vaguely sympathetic. And remember, Chris, you said they're sympathetic because they're doing this to survive. Yeah, but like they were like they were draining the energy of people their own age they're going to adults like children and eh, we're trying to get into into dicey territory this, like again the episode opens with target babies <laughs> so the cardian's name is amateratsu which is very close to amateratsu Mm-hmm. But they, I guess they changed it a little. And in the English version, the monster's name is Skulker. <laughs> <laughs> they just went, yeah, forget that. We don't we don't want to make a reference to anything. Skulker. Then we cut to a daycare center. and It's the Juban Municipal Nursery School, Jordan. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, it's in the municipality of Juban, so it makes sense. And, <laughs> and there's lots of babies being babies. And one baby is about to leave with his mother. Well, spoiler, his mother. Um, <laughs> because... The, the baby's name is Minami. Uh, uh, which I guess is an ambiguous gender name in Japan. The uh, later on, we're going to find out that it's uh, according to uh, Memru, it's a girl's name. And the only other time I've heard the name is uh, from Manami Toyota, the Flying Angel, the famous uh, Japanese women's pro wrestler. Uh, so I guess that kind of makes sense. But yeah, Manami is this this child's name. Yes. So uh, uh, Manami's mother is uh, is taking him. Spoiler out of the uh, <laughs> of the daycare <laughs> when the Cardian shows up. And out of the sun, because that's the thematic thing for the for Amaterasu, then has 
hair come out and wrap around all the babies, I guess. You know, I was trying to figure out how all this fits together. Like, okay, sun, <laughs> hair, babies. Sparkling threads of hair, I'm okay. guessing. And they wrap around all the babies and I guess and the adults that happen to be present and drain all their energy. Now, quick question about uh, Amaterasu here. Is she the first Cardian who's not based on Western mythology? Because we've had a Minotaur, we've had a vampire, we've had different stuff. And again, I might just be thinking about this because that's what they do in Curious Sentai Z-Ranger, which I'm also annotating at the moment. (laughs) But it seems like that is a a, a theme for the Cardians, but I'm not sure how well that holds up or if I'm just uh, thinking of it. Well, I mean, yeah, now we've hit... hit, uh... A, a Japanese, uh, because we're gonna have so. a siren next time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had what was uh, Falion was a weird lion. Is that uh, what it was called? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear uh, Falion. <laughs> oh no, I guess not because there's a there's a Reishi. Oh, there you uh, go. Or or Leishi, <laughs> who was uh, the the cherry blossom monster. So no, I guess that theory is right. Wait, no, the but le- le- wasn't Leshi was a thing? I, I think somebody somebody tweeted us about that. That Leshi is a Russian. Forest spirit. Oh, okay, that's the then. name. The name Leshy is oddly enough. Huh. So uh, yeah, in fact, I just uh, I just uh, googled it and confirmed. Yes, yes. Super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. So the anyway, um, as you have as you have said, Amaterasu wraps up everybody. Now uh, the in reason her hair. The reason this is weird though is because Usagi and Amy are literally standing there and watching this happen, right? <laughs> and not doing anything. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. unconscious, ladies. You can transform. You can transform. Not yeah, not maybe transforming. <laughs> not maybe fighting the monster. Nope, nope. They uh, they just stand there and watch. And after the monster leaves, they're like, Ugh, "What should we do?" <laughs> Thankfully, uh, in, in in his most but useful you know appearance they... yet, Memoru shows up and says, "Call an ambulance." <laughs> You know what they do though? You know what they they actually do? What? They ride in the ambulance with uh Manami and uh Manami's mom. Yeah, why did they do that again? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're complete strangers. Look, well, they're not complete strangers. They say they recognized him, didn't they? Yeah. They, I I know they did in the deep dub. I don't remember if they did in Japanese. Well, they do. Yeah, you're right. In the deep dub, they're very excited to see Jordan. They uh, don't know that Manami is a a, a little boy. Yeah, oh, right, I think they were right. just like, "Oh, look, babies!" In the <laughs> Japanese version. Yes, I think that is exactly right. <laughs> which is which is going right. to make, if that's true, which I guess is seems to be true, that makes what happens very shortly even crazier. Yes. Oh yeah, it's suit like none of this weird sitcom <laughs> setup that we have makes any sense. <laughs> Zero sense. The Alan and Anna paramedics let thrilled. these two fourteen-year-olds and their weird eighty-three-year-old friend, <laughs> no, Amaru Chiba, uh, ride around in in the ambulance with them. They uh, they do refer con- uh, Alan and Ann refer to the energy constantly as fresh. <laughs> Which I do like that. I mean, sure, that makes sense. The babies are new, so the energy is fresh. I I recently got uh, factory fresh uh, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. They taste like, much better than regular is ones. Baby energy, like talking like they, are this is like organic energy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, are well, they on like the clean food trend now? They're gonna get the clean baby energy. Well, like our energy well, like, these is kids stale. Are clearly free range, <laughs> right? Look at them. I mean, they're just crawling around in that that little yard. Like if they Not were to drain our energy, it would be vaguely stale, and it would be like, yeah, it's energy, but I don't like it. Uh, this this comic book writer energy is very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sleepy. 
So this fresh baby energy is great. Uh, Cut to the hospital where we find out the babies will be okay in about a week. Uh, like five days, I think the the adults will be all right in like three days. But because Minami's mommy like protected him, spoiler, uh, from getting hair drain energy, he's fine. He's he's ready to go. Now, this is my favorite part of the episode, because what they say is she's not going to be awake for three days. He's got no relatives. His father is out of the country that there's nothing for the hospital to do to him. And I was like. I feel like the hospital has the capability to take care of a baby. And Mm -hmm. my wife was like, my wife is a doctor, if you remember. And she was like, no, no, they they can't. And I went, bullshit. (laughs) If they have a baby and an adult and the adult can't leave the hospital, they're not going to go. Well, baby can't stay here. Flop out on the street. They're going to do something. The thing I like and the thing that I wrote down in my notes watching this episode is that they just like Manami's fine. Right. Because Mrs. Manami like protected her from Amaterasu. So they just wheel a crib into the ICU and put Manami next to his mom. Yep. Yep. In a little basket. Again, I don't think that's a thing that they do at hospitals either. You might want to ask Devin. (laughs) Probably not. So here's my question. Why is it that this is like the only episode where I'm okay with the babies going to the hospital? Sure. You know, maybe getting your energy drained as a baby is much more detrimental to your health, but in every other episode, in every other episode, they just get up later and they're fine. Is it yeah. because they haven't killed the Cardian yet? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. It may that might be it because if I if I if I remember correctly, later in the episode, or maybe it's next episode, where where they kill the monster, it like you literally see the energy go back into people. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So that must be it. <laughs> but yeah, like that would be that would make it way worse if Nara went to the hospital every time. Like that she would just be constantly. She just. Like constantly in the hospital, she'd never leave. They probably just visit her in the hospital. Here's your room, Naru. We have it. We kept it the way you like it. The monsters are just going to start coming in. Oh, poor girl. So yeah, well, basically, we have a baby that no one can take care of because hospitals are not equipped to take care of babies in Juban. I really uh, like three days. Come on. In the deep dub. Amy, Amy, in this instance, was like, "What? And I can't take her because my mom is at a conference in Paris, France." Yep. Yep. Paris, Thank France. you. Thank you for being it, so specific. The the better the, the better version is in the 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 dub where Amy just like they're like, Hey Amy, do you want to take care of the baby? And Amy just goes, I'll pass. No, yeah, I wrote that <laughs> down. No explanation. I wrote that down. Because because yeah, they're they're both they're both so yeah, what we what we're skipping is Memoru goes, no, I'll do I'm it. I'm fourteen. This is stupid. Yeah. Memoru goes, I'll do it. And then Yusaki goes, Yeah, I'll help. Amy, you want to help? And she's like, Nope. Yeah, this <laughs> random forty-three-year-old bachelor—he's not just comes into the hospital He's and says, "Hey, give me the baby. I'll take this baby for three days." And they say, "Sure." They again—they don't know the sex of the baby. <laughs> I wrote down in my notes. What kind of paperwork do you think Mamoru had to fill out? <laughs> oh, it's so true. There, it had to be like a stack, right? Like it had to be a lot. Well, and but no, but <laughs> because he's calling the baby a her constantly. Are the nurses not going? This is pretty great. He thinks it's a girl. Like he's he would be going. I'll take care of her. Yeah, she'll come back to my place. It'll be fine. And they're just going to be like. Mm, well, mm. it gets the baby off our hands. Let's do this. <laughs> right. Okay, well, do you know the baby or the baby's mother? Yeah, no. I know her. 
No, I'm just like, look, I'm just a, I'm just a moon, I'm just a moon prince. Ah, he I'm doesn't a, remember I'm that. Just Earth prince from moon times. He doesn't remember that at all. Oh yeah, and the baby starts crying, and Amy's like, you know, babies are not easy to take care of. <laughs> you sure you yeah, want to do this? Amy, Amy ditches this situation hard, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. Like, members like, I'll take care of the baby, and he's like, oh well, I'll help, and it's like. In any, like, in any other show, in any other sitcom, like, any other show with this thing, you saw you would be like, yeah, I'll help, and so will my four friends who always hang out with me. But instead, it's like, yeah, I'll help, and Amy goes, have fun. <laughs> I will be not in this episode. Well, if we want to be generous to Amy, we can say she's trying to get out of Usagi's way because she knows she's got a major crush on Mamoru. That's the generous uh, version. Yeah, no, but I okay, think nobody buys that. Okay. Like, yeah, no. I think she'd just rather read a Study. math book than yeah. play with a baby. Amy so, does love math books. Like, I hate math. math, and I would rather read a math book than play with oh, a baby. Same. Same. Now, here's the part where Chris is going to think I'm wrong, but this is great because Mamoru is really funny and cute here. <laughs> Making faces for the baby and trying to take care of him. It's pretty adorable. No, it's it's fine. Okay. <laughs> and then Yusagi does as well. Uh, make silly faces and they all stick their tongue out. Again, it's just, it, it's funny. I, I find it way cuter watching them interact with the baby than I do the actual baby. <laughs> and so at this point in the episode, we get, what, about three, four hours oh. of, like, baby comedy? Of, like, is he hungry? No. no diaper's wet. Yes, we do get all that. But... But the reason for that is because it's romantic. Uh, I also like how we get, like, Manami talks. Yes. Bruce over Willis. Over the course of this episode. Yes. And Manami is very perceptive. Like, and the hilarious thing is, Amy sets this gag up. Amy's like, like, yeah, babies cry because they haven't learned how to express themselves yet, but they have, you know, thoughts and feelings and everything. And then we see how perceptive Manami is. Like, Manami is like, I think Usagi likes this guy. <laughs> so in the new dub, in the new dub, did they do anything special with Manami's voice or was it yeah. just it's a, kid a voice? super it's a super like squeaky like yeah, my baby. Oh, man. Like, like it, kind of they missed the boat. This, yeah, like in the Deke dub, they definitely did like a, a look who's talking, you know, kind of parody. But the voice they gave him, I think it's Darian's voice actor, but he's just doing like this New York comedian voice the yeah. entire time. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like this episode is much better in the deep dub. <laughs> I can't. Well, except for one, except for the P scene. Except being for the P. If we could put the P scene in, it would be perfect. <laughs> the, no, yeah, he's like, and I can't think of any of the actual lines, but he's like, eh, "What's this broad trying to do?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's he sounds ridiculous. It's pretty hilarious. He really does. He's like, there's like one part where they check his diaper. And he's like, "What'd you expect? I'm on a liquid diet." <laughs> yep. Yep. It's pretty stupid. No, it's 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 just a it's just a, a squeaky little kid voice. Aww. <laughs> uh, so eventually, they they determine that uh, Manami has a dirty diaper. Usagi takes off the diaper and then recoils in sheer horror <laughs> because like, so over the top. Because, she, but not because of dirty diaperness. Because she thought it was a girl. And is discovering that it's a boy. The surprise that she expresses, the shock that she expresses, is a little much for just like, oh, it's a, it's a little boy. Okay. Yeah, but you know her. Her emotions are always heightened. Come on. Well, yes, yes. But even like even by like, if you have not watched this episode, just to give you an idea, even by Usagi standards, 
it's a little over the top. Man, you really don't like this episode. I'm, the reason I'm saying that is because I'm looking at how much you skipped to jump straight to the baby di- the diaper part. You skipped her making a bi- bottle terribly. You skipped her acting out a whole bunch of diseases that she thinks he might have. <laughs> the disease scene is pretty funny like because <laughs> the baby is crying. And instead of going, oh, does this diaper need to be changed? So he just goes, does it have whooping cough? <laughs> does it have measles? And I'm going to have to work really hard not to use the full frontal baby nudity as the screenshot for this episode. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> they show the baby's little wee-wee, as they refer to it in the show, in the, in the, in the sub anyway. So what do they... Like, how do they handle that in the dub? They you don't see in the dub, the deep dub. I have there's, there's never any question that it's a boy. They know it's Jordan the entire time and they know it's a he. And when they, in fact, when they do the diaper changing scene, they literally use the footage of her pulling down the diaper like an inch. And then they recycle that same shot in reverse to be like, there you go. All clean. <laughs> Yep. That's amazing. So this whole this whole bit is just cut? <laughs> totally. 100% cut. And as wow. is, as we spoiled a minute ago, the pee scene, which is coming very shortly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's kind of weird then, because Jordan is a, a gender-neutral name. Yeah. Like, it is... Yeah. It's weird to me that they would choose that as the name instead of just giving... You know, Maxfield, as we all know, is a very common <laughs> male name. <laughs> no, they went with Jordan. But again, they just... They just... The whole time, they know Jordan's a boy, and they're saying, he this, he that. It's... It, to be fair, Chris is too. Well, yes. <laughs> Gender neutral names. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? Uh, so, so they they successfully changed the diaper, but guess what? He's still crying. Now he's hungry. Memory tri- then tries to teach this tiny infant to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Usagi, I, like, I, actually, I have a hard time figuring out how old this baby is. It's very young, but you're right. It. By the end of the episode, things get a little confused regarding that. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I, I I actually agree. I think that the, the Deke version is better because as I'm just look, re-looking at the Japanese one, it's like, yeah, it's not quite as good. Oh, here's a great here's a great moment that you that you just uh, bypassed as well. Yusaki <laughs> going, you're really good with babies, Mamoru. Have you had a baby before? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no. And she's like, oh, God, I'm an idiot. Why did I say that? I mean, look, that's a reasonable question to ask no. of a 51-year-old no. man no. who is good no. at taking care of babies. Uh, he has good advice for the baby, like drink lots and grow up big. This is Memoru. Memoru has probably done like really nice things with his grandchildren before they grew up. Uh. You, you know, because he's old. Is that where you were going with that? Yes. Uh, uh, that is the subtle hint I was making. But as you said, yeah, he tries to teach the baby to say milk, which is a kind of a complicated word to start with. Mm-hmm. Babies start with like, you know, simple sounds. Anyway. Memo-chan. That's what they typically. <laughs> All right. And yeah, you, as you said, Yusagi's like, this baby's not old enough to talk. We should teach him to walk. <laughs> And they try to make this baby stand up, which I, when I even just saw the baby standing up, I'm like, this is not, this is ridiculous. This baby can't stand. And no, the baby can't stand. In the scene where the, where, where Minami is continually crying, uh, first because of the, uh, dirty diaper and then because of the, because of being hungry, I just wrote down, I keep waiting for Memory to throw a rose at this kid. Oh. <laughs> he he doesn't do that anymore. like an awesome pep talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, baby. Farewell. (laughs) That would be perfect. But guys, he doesn't do that anymore. 
No, he doesn't. Later in the episode, later in the episode, someone else is doing that. Someone else is doing that while Memoru is taking. Because in fact, when spoiler Moonlight Night shows up, Devin was like, "Who's taking care of the baby?" And I was like, "Memoru," because that's not Memoru. I don't know what you're talking about. completely different guy <laughs> so the next day usagi actually gets up early wait 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 over. again now you you're, you're, going, you're going so fast no you're skipping wait. the part where she says she's so mad at him that she's afraid that they're fundamentally incompatible chris this is a tragedy that i'm the- also afraid that, that is the case <laughs> This is truly true. That's always been the case. I I never understood this relationship. Even when they like remember it, I don't understand it. I'm like, he obviously is just tolerating her because he has to. (laughs) No. Because it is destined. Not in the Moon Kingdom. He likes her in the Moon Kingdom. kingdom. I mean, but that was like his past life's mistake, and now he has to live it. oh that's so sad well she's afraid they're fundamentally incompatible and so she gets really sad about it but as you said the next day she gets up early yeah the next day there are no consequences for that scene so i don't know why you wanted to talk about it (laughs) because it's sad because they are walking down the street pushing minami in a stroller and this part's great this this might actually be my favorite part of the episode because uh Anne is out walking around or or i i guess she's i guess she's Anne in both right yeah it's just one Anne or two Whichever one you want. No, no, no. Her name is an well. Her her alien name is Anne. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right. I was going to yes. say her. her, her uh, Natsumi name is, is right. walking around. N- Natsumi Ginga is walking around. Oh, God, no. <laughs> or or what's her name? Susan Granger. What is her her dub name? Anne. I think it's Anne Green. Like Anne Granger. Is it just Anne Granger? Yeah. Her uh, name is Anne. So Nat- both for, for the American. Yeah. Natsumi is walking around. She is standing behind a vending machine. That has cans of what are clearly supposed to be Coke cans. They're uh, they're red, and you know they've got they're red cans with the white like kind of ribbon on them. But they say Toke instead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so uh, four twenty blaze it, smoke weed every day. Uh, sorry, apologies <laughs> to the children who listen to the show, uh, <laughs> which exist. Oh. So uh, Natsumi. See, if, by the way, if you got kids listening to this, maybe maybe skip ahead fifteen minutes. We're not going to get that detailed into what I think this line about your no, because I have to explain that how babies work. <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> I have to explain where babies come from because Anne has no idea. Sumi has no idea. <laughs> well, she's not she here goes, to hear the explanation, so you don't have to do it. She sees that, like. It's my favorite part of the episode. She sees them walking down the street with a baby with like a one-year-old, <laughs> like a baby with a full head of hair who is like getting close to being capable of speech. And she goes, what's that? Remember when Usagi with a baby? Did they consummate their love? <laughs> yep. That <laughs> is what she says. You saw them yesterday. <laughs> she doesn't know she doesn't know you're right she doesn't know they don't have good sex education in this high school or in this middle school i mean or Or in the doom tree tree. (laughs) well yes of course the doom tree doesn't have it like maybe those weird i guess we haven't seen those weird like seed pod things it has yet but i guess it doesn't have like tv beds they know a lot about human culture they know some things but they don't know how babies work, apparently. You know, when or, a... Do they even know really what a baby is? Like, did, I guess they were babies. Fresh energy, that's all. Yeah, they're fresh energy. But I guess that the, that it, that race has at least babies and children, because we uh, see it in the Sailor Moon R movie. Okay. When a doom tree and some baby energy love each other very much, <laughs> they make, like, it makes some seed pods, and those seed pods become shape-shifting alien children with magic tarot cards, and then... They love each other very much. That's how that's 
That's the birds and the bees, kids. Magic. Uh, it's beautiful. But I really do love the idea that Anne knows babies come from sex, but that's the only thing she knows. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, then you just have a baby the next day. Yeah. Then the next day you have a toddler. <laughs> And she's not the only one who says this, although clearly the other scouts are smarter than that and are just joking. But yeah, Mamina walks up and says, hey, Usagi, when did you have uh, Mamo's baby, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And Usagi flips her shit. (laughs) Baka, 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 baka! It is very stupid to make that joke, apparently. Yes, uh, I I like it when, when Amy, like, tries to get on the joke, too. And uh, and you saw he's yelling, "Stupid Amy! Stupid, stupid Amy!" <laughs> I like it when Mako comes in and she's like, "Oh, that's you know, Mina would never think something actually happened between you guys." <laughs> and also, Yusagi says, "Like I'd ever do that." No, yeah, you totally four episodes would. from now, we're gonna meet their kid. <laughs> by the way, well, yes, we're gonna meet their kid, and you can. But like, even that, like, if you went up to her and said, you know, in a non-joking, teasing way, like, "Hey, wouldn't you like to marry Mao-chan and have a baby with him?" She'd be like. Yeah, I would. Why would she say like I'd ever do that? Or is it just the out of wedlock part that freaks her out? Well, the fact that she's so, like fourteen. Oh yeah, she's fourteen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Someday, someday. Not, 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 not right this year. I love how adamant Usagi is about not having kids. Yeah. At this point, because the people making this episode knew about Chibi Usagi. Absolutely. <laughs> So uh, they head over to the Hikawa Shrine to do some sailor business. Yeah, Amy is super subtle. Hey, Usagi, we're going to go over to the shrine. We're going to do a thing for the Guardian. And then she goes, gotta go. So Ray uh, looks into the fire and starts explaining tarot cards, a time-honored part of Shintoism. Okay, but hold on a second. Because, again, this is the second time they've done this stupid thing that I don't think makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Where they go... Oh, man, we just fought that monster. Let's go back to the temple and Ray will figure out what the monster we just fought looks like. And then she will call up an image of the monster and they'll go, that's the one. (laughs) That was super helpful, Ray. (laughs) Nice. Why are we doing this? Meanwhile, like as as Ray is all like, yeah, you know, tarot cards and turn them upside down. They mean the opposite thing. (laughs) Right, right. Meanwhile, Usagi's like. Like, yeah, we're just kind of taking care of a baby. You know, we're not like really going out or anything. (laughs) And Jupiter, uh, Makoto says, oh, does that mean your doomed love is going to (laughs) fail? Brutal. Brutal. (laughs) Like, so harsh. Like, does that mean your love is doomed to fail? Like, just casually. She's like smiling when she says it. She's totally smiling. Because, listen, I'm going to give her the credit. Because Jupiter knows that tarot cards are bullshit. And she's just going, obviously nobody believes in this, right? And then Yusagi, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. as she's sitting there with her friend, the actual psychic, the actual psychic priestess, I'm sure she's, I'm really sure she's advancing her atheist agenda at this meeting with her other reincarnated moon princess friends. Yep. I believe it. Does that mean your one-sided love is doomed to fail? Says smiling ass Makoto Kino. (laughs) And that upsets Usagi so much that she storms out. To go take care of her baby. Uh, speaking of which, we get back to little baby uh, who is pulling out every tissue from a tissue box pretty adorably. My cat does that as well. <laughs> it's annoying. I ain't getting into Anne walking in. Yeah. <laughs> How does everyone know where he lives? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I think it's pretty clear these ladies f- 
follow him and stalk yeah, him. Yeah, like, so she must be stalking him. Absolutely. Like, a lot. But he's not bothered by this? <laughs> he's used to it, I think. I, does she just waltz in all the time? Does he, like, come home and Anne's just, like, sitting on his couch watching TV? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, uh, she's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Chris? Uh, would you would you prefer if Anne somehow won him over and then ended the Usagi Memora relationship? Yes, <laughs> vastly. Yeah, what vastly. About, what about it. poor Alan? <laughs> Heartbroken. Look, okay, okay. Here's how. Here's how it goes. Anne with Memoru. Alan with Naru. <laughs> what? That's never a possibility. But then he won't starve. All right. That like right. We all know Naru has surplus energy. Fair. And deserves better than Umino. Yes. Wait, what about uh, Umino? Umino is... Princess D. Know. Princess D. Umino plays World of Warcraft for Pri- the rest of us. No, <laughs> he hooks up with Princess D. It's fine. Yes, okay, yes. Princess D. He he goes with Princess D. And then uh, Usagi and Makoto. Or not Makoto. Um, well, I mean, sure. Makoto has to be with Ami. Uh, uh, Motoki, I mean. Usagi and Motoki. What? And Motoki becomes king of the future. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about what about his archaeologist scientist girlfriend? It's not going to last. <laughs> this sounds like a fanfic I would have written when I was like 14, because I always loved Motoki way more than Mamoru. Like, I did not understand why Mamoru had to be the male lead. Motoki was much nicer. Well, yes. Because he's terrible. Because he's terrible. Yeah. Uh. Like, Motoki was just dreamy. Just, yep. One of my very first crushes. <laughs> I actually remember watching this episode last night and and thinking like, oh, this episode is important because it, it again, this is like a really bringing them together episode. This is an episode where they like they go, oh, look at each other being good to babies. Now we it's know. It's weird how wrong you were about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Anne comes in like a creep and just starts just goes, yeah, I'm good with babies. <laughs> and grabs the baby. <laughs> She literally does just walk in, like, members in another room, and Natsumi walks into the apartment and goes, hey, a baby. <laughs> I can handle this. In the dub, she's like, the baby's crying, and she's like, shut up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the much alluded to scene where she goes and goes, all right, the baby's crying. I'm going to change its diaper. Hey, you haven't gone to the bathroom yet. And then the baby pees in her face, <laughs> which is great. The animation for it, like her face is just fantastic. Jordan, I'm going to go ahead and officially request that you not use that. As oh, the, oh, come on. Is <laughs> the episode image either? Oh, you're ruining all the fun. <laughs> and then uh, just in case you thought it was over. So Memora walks over and starts feeding the baby. And Anne's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, anyway, I'm good at this. Grabs the baby <laughs> while it's feeding. And the baby's like, man, I hate this broad. Pee in her face again. <laughs> Double the pee in the face. And at which point, Anne literally drops the baby. <laughs> Thankfully, Mimoru catches the baby. But she just straight up drops a baby when it pees in her face. Yeah, like, uh, the the scene of her dropping the baby is great. Yes. It just, like, casually floats over to Mimoru's waiting <laughs> arms. Yeah, it's like slow motion baby falling. Uh, so Isagi shows up and she's very upset because Memoru was tending to a baby with another woman. It's true. Uh, and, and she yells at him and he's like, uh, what's up? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I hate it when, what does she say? Something like, I hate it when guys don't understand girls' feelings. Right? Isn't that what she says? I think she says something, uh, something like that. Like I that. know she said that before and she'll probably say it again. I hate guys who don't understand a girl's feelings. That's what she says. 
And he's just like, uh, okay, I don't don't know what you're talking about. He's like, yeah, I don't understand your feelings, so have fun. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but aren't I a great romantic lead? Just then, <laughs> something amazing happens that no one could have expected. The baby starts walking. Yeah, I'm really glad that uh, that Usagi and Mamoru are there for this baby's first steps. Yeah, I don't know, it was kind of sad. The mother missed this. Absolutely. She's in the hospital. But they see it, and the baby walks over to the tissue box and starts pulling out tissues again, which causes a giant celebration amongst Mamoru and Usagi. See, yeah, this is so... when they fall in love once again. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm so alone in this. <laughs> yes, you yeah. really are. Like, I... <laughs> I hate, I hate Mamoru so much. <laughs> he's so terrible. Funny. He really is. Like, he's just teaching kids unhealthy relationships everywhere. So, uh, so while they're, they're jumping up and down for joy, Amy shows up and is like, hey, everybody, how's it going? I just came by Mamoru's house. Uh, Yusaki, we gotta go. There's a monster. We know where the monster is. Let's go to it. And Yusaki's like, ooh, gotta go. And they run away again. <laughs> I just feel so like this is the, like this is such a strange episode to me where mm-hmm. Amy just keeps coming up to Yusagi and being like, that, like by the way, so how does she, does, how, has she been to his apartment before? I guess so. Yeah, sure. Like, sure. I mean, I, Amy probably knows how to use the phone book, so <laughs> I believe true. her knowing that's true. where Mamoru lives. Phone books were a thing that existed once long ago. Yeah, look, hey, it's the 90s. And she has that computer that shows her RoboCop lines. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> and rally drivers. So but that's only when she's transformed. So she can't use that when she's her normal self. Maybe she transformed and uh, found out where memory lived and then untransformed. Do you no. think about that, Jordan? Never thought of that. Never, ever thought of that. At the uh, back at a daycare center. I don't think it's the same one, obviously, because all the babies are still <clears throat> in the hospital. I don't know. I mean, it looks similar, but. How would they Let's fill look. up with babies again? I don't. <laughs> Let's see. It is. It is not the same one. You're right. The, the actual. They actually have different playground equipment. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, good. Is how you can tell. Amaterasu shows up, starts doing the exact same thing, but this time the Sailor Scouts are ready. Mars and Venus and Jupiter are like, cut that shit out. <laughs> Their intro speech this time around in the deep dub was hilarious. <laughs> Something like, I've written down. I can't remember how it went, but it was like, sizzle into frizzle, don't give us any of your dribble. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're right. I what? do remember. That. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. There was a slightly more context than that. They're not just like like being Snoop Dogg or something. Like right? they, <laughs> It did say something similar to that, though. It really did. <laughs> sizzle into frizzle? No, um, it, it said something like, we're going to turn your sizzle into yeah, frizzle. Yeah, we're going to turn your sizzle into frizzle. Don't give us any of your dribble. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> I just think people wrote this. They actually wrote this down and thought this was appropriate slang. This is things that this is how teenagers talk, right? <laughs> Everyone in the right. 90s spoke like this, right? <laughs> this is perfectly normal. <laughs> Like, I would like to see how people in Canada spoke. <laughs> like, yeah, see, if is it true? Like, is this really what you sounded like? No. Hey, you dweezels. Don't give us any of your dribble. <laughs> no, dr- I think it was dribble. I really do think it was dribble. It was, it was dribble. Which doesn't, you know, make Rhyme. sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> grammatical or rhyming. So Amaterasu puts all the babies in balloons, basically, and makes them all float up in the way of her so that the scouts can't attack. And then she like blasts the scouts, and just then Sailor Moon and Mercury show up. You know, you know who gets the uh, you know who gets the big move in this one. I do, you and I gets the yeah the ultimate attack. Absolutely, and I really want to talk about it. Let's talk about the it. The new upgraded 
even more ultimate attack the Tell supreme us. ultimate attack what happens <laughs> mercury gets a new power it's called bubble spray freezing now two things about that first of all i i'm 100 on board for this because it is a far better attack than her old stupid attack <laughs> well, like somewhat useful yeah it actually freezes the monster so it, it mm-hmm. does something yes second of all i do want to point out between last episode and this episode or and next episode even as well last episode venus episode where venus gets a power spoiler for next episode next episode mars episode where mars gets a power this episode they're like should we do a mercury episode so she can get a power no <laughs> no, just no. It, it really seems like they love making ami episodes yeah like like it feels like there's more ami spotlight episodes than any other character oh uh, i don't know if you maybe it feels like it to me <laughs> <laughs> like, well, maybe well, I it feels like of... it because Ami's spotlight episodes feel like they're a million years long. They really <laughs> are. Like I feel like they I all have I... Gweg. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we're not doing another Amy episode. Forget it. She's boring. What's it going to be? She's math so hard that she gets a, bo- a, a new power. Forget it. But in, but instead, yeah. it's still pretty ridiculous because she gets a new power. Sailor Moon goes, where'd you get that new power? She's like, I was just so mad <laughs> that I just <laughs> developed a new power. My anger became so more mad, intense. Remember, like, remember like 20 minutes ago when I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not taking care of baby. Y'all have fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, Chris, I can't let you, even though you want to so desperately, I can't let you do this. I can't let you skip the important thing that happens before that, which is when the monster is ensnaring the moth and uh, all of a sudden uh, a white rose comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I actually wrote part of this down because part of the speech that like Moonlight Night shows up and starts giving this weird speech about Sundays being when families spend time together. Yeah. And then he says, uh, what I wrote down is, babies are life's treasures, says Rini's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah. So he saves he saves them from getting uh, their energy drained. And that's when Amy just gets, goes, I'm so mad that you're using babies. Freeze you to death. And uh, it, yeah, it does. It freezes the monster. Not to death. And Amy even literally says... She's going to thaw pretty quick from the sun. So <laughs> you might want to do a quick move to kill her before she just. It was really fine. interesting to introduce a freezing attack against a sun monster. That is true. <laughs> like, okay. Isagi says that uh, this monster is really, really, really unforgivable. True. As opposed to just being unforgivable. And then uh, Moon Princess Halation. Uh, are we done? Are we done? <laughs> no. Uh, then there's a little bit more Moonlight Night, as always. <laughs> yep. Adieu. I really love him in the dub, in the deep dub, instead of having his little, like, it takes caring for a baby to understand a mother's love. He's just like, sounds like you guys have some diapers to change. Uh, I'll let you get to it. And then he Oh, so good. He's so yeah, sensitive. Yeah, that sounds like that creep. <laughs> so the mother gets out of the hospital. She uh, she grabs the baby. Well, she doesn't grab the baby. She comes to pick it up or whatever. And um, as she's walking the baby away, after they say goodbye to it, it says, Memoru Usagi, I bid you adieu. No, it, it says <laughs> bye-bye. Like it's just, Believe in yourself. <laughs> It kind of roughly says those names, uh, which again, and uh, I, 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 I once again will say I like the Deke one better because in the Deke one, he says Darian and then he says Meatball Hand. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and yeah, so like, she is really pissed off. But then they're still really happy about it. I did. Uh, the, the thing I wrote down was how embarrassing would it be if Mamoru was your first word? <laughs> like, would you want that on record? Would you want witnesses to that? Oh. <laughs> your first word was Mamoru. He's he's very nice. He's a very nice man. Yeah. No, no he's no, he's not. Actually, it's really not. <laughs> to the baby. He's very nice to the baby, at least. I mean, you can say what you want about being a dusted moon lover, but he is not a nice man. <laughs> he, gets, he gets better. And that's it. That's we're done. We're out. That's right? the episode. Like, that's, that's a full that's a full episode. And I feel like we learned a lot about taking care of babies. Absolutely. We learned that, like they need to be fed and they <laughs> will sometimes pee on you. But what were we meant to learn from this episode? You, you you two have both talked about the Deke version a lot. So do we have a... Uh, of course we do. Do we have a Sailor uh, Moon says for this one? Sure do. Here, let me play it. Babies and younger kids can really be a pain sometimes. They have a hard time communicating what they want and that can be very frustrating. And often they can't keep up but they still want to play with us. That can be really irritating too. But that means we need to be extra patient. If you get angry with younger kids talk to your parents or another adult about it because if we lose our tempers we can accidentally hurt those kids be patient with your little brothers and sisters one day they might grow up to be a lot bigger than you sailor moon says <laughs> see ya <sighs> hmm. i mean that's kind of relevant did did that did, i i didn't think about this when i heard it the first time but did that just end with them going be nice to your brothers and sisters because they might be able to beat the shit out of you later <laughs> yes. yeah like, yes. like Sailor, like, it's not, hey, be nice to babies because that's what a regular person does. <laughs> like, be nice to babies because you shouldn't hurt babies. It's be nice to babies out of your own irrational self-interest. <laughs> right. Because, ba- because babies will come back for revenge. The babies so, are coming back. Someday you'll be old and they'll be younger than you and you'll need help. And they'll be like, fuck you, old man or lady. <laughs> Meatball head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, what did we learn from this episode? Uh, Christy, what did, what did you learn from, from Usagi Memories Babysitting Mayhem? I learned that no matter how many babies you put on the screen, I will never like babies. <laughs> that, like, that episode warmed my heart in any way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. All right. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Ami on this one. I'll pass. <laughs> no, but she got extra mad because she liked I, babies at the end. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, just because you don't like being around babies doesn't mean that you want a monster to use them as yeah, shields. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like pets, but I'm not out there like, you know, throwing firecrackers at the cats in the parking lot or whatever. <laughs> Oh, I see. That actually, I think this might have changed what I learned because I was, I'm now just realizing that the true source of sailor power is if they harness their rage, they are like truly powered by the dark side. If they just get madder and madder, they'll get more and more powerful. That's pretty great. I learned something very similar to uh, what Christy learned, which is no matter how many babies you put on the screen, I will never like Mamoru. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think I think I liked this one the least of the of the three of us. But like you also, you both remarked that you think the Deke version is better. Yeah. So I wonder if I would have liked that version more had I seen it. Well, it took out the the peeing and the and the, so you would have already been happier there. Yeah, like it, that's that's <laughs> such an easy gag. Yeah, but it's on Ant's face, so yeah, it's... right. <laughs> she had it coming. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't like her. If they peed on like Usagi, it would be like no. But no, on Anne, that would actually still be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like Usagi, but you know the faces that went with that would be amazing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, not enough Luna this episode. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, just we get one shot of sleepy Luna. Oh well, I'll use that as the screenshot. <laughs> the completely irrelevant one moment of Luna. <laughs> there, that's like no objection. <laughs> No objections to that. I remember really liking all the Doomtree stuff, but I think what I really like is Alan and Ed. Like, yes. I just like them. They're fun. And uh, and and listen, a good portion of liking them is the Deke voices as well. I mean, like, I like their I like their new dub voices as well. Yeah. Like the, I mean, they're, you know, they are, they're not the, the California uh, surfer accents because we already have that with the uh, new Umino. Right. But I, I do like, I do like their new voices. And again, the the voice actress who plays Anne going so over the top with so our next target is babies <laughs> at the start of this episode is like by far a wonderful thing about it like that there there's like a five minute supercut of this episode that I love you know oh <laughs> it's been interesting though because I've never watched you know the Doom Tree saga in Japanese before so uh, this is my first time around with that and I, I definitely remember these episodes pretty well I had that box set and that was pretty much all I watched for a long time mm-hmm. but it's interesting because Alan his Japanese voice is actually one of my favorite voice actors but I prefer his English voice even though he really sounds like kind of creepy oh he sounds super creepy he's so creepy like he makes my skin crawl it's like a real like I'm trying to think like how to describe it it's like a real it's, smooth like but not but not in a good way <laughs> It's the same guy that voices Darian. It's just like him trying to be husky. Is it really the same guy? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure. He's like, Anne, we've got to find a way to get energy from babies. <laughs> and then he, she's like, yeah, that's a good idea. It's a really weird combination of voices. <laughs> it's it's pretty strange. I, but they're great. They're terrific. They really are terrific. And then, and then although I, I always remember, and I know we've talked about this once in a while, but the... Um, the Sailor Moon abridged parodies of the Sailor Moon things ha- gives them Russian accents, which is very funny to me. <laughs> That's awesome. It's great. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah, like enjoyable stuff. But overall, I feel like this one is skippable. And I am rapidly starting to feel like like the entire Doomtree saga might be skippable. Oh. I actually think that you're coming up on where once everyone gets their little upgrade attacks, there's a couple of good episodes before the end. Yeah. I, I, really I hope feel so, like because... It. Again, I'm trying to figure out what it was because we talked about it on the show. Like when we we got to these episodes, I was really excited, and I feel like Jordan was really excited yeah. too. Oh, absolutely! And we have not seen the payoff to that. No, <laughs> we have not seen anything. Like the first couple, we've we not good. seen anything that's worth getting excited. I know there's about, a really. like an the episode coming up, good. an episode that's coming up where Alan and Anne try human food, oh, and God. I can't wait. Um, and I think Mako thinks that Alan's the Moonlight Knight. Something like that. Anyway, I remember that one being good, but who knows? That is childhood memory <laughs> that could soon be ruined. So that brings us to the end of uh, episode 53. Christy, before we end the show, can you tell everybody where they can find you online? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Crash Boom Kisses. And of course, uh, they can find you on Negavision. Yes. Yeah. If you want to circa that 1998. Up. And you should check it on Twitter because I will um, I will post some Negavision clips. Cool. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And you can find our producer and editor, JJ Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. And also check out his podcast, The Morphin Grid. You can find the show on Twitter at Sailor Business. And as we said before, you can email us questions, comments, 
your Sailor Moon Sailor Business Fan Fiction uh, contest entries. December 1st is the deadline, so make sure you get those in before then if you are interested in what we're doing. Email us, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com, and you can find me, uh, all of my stuff at about.me slash Chris Sims. Uh, read X-Men 92 on Comixology. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Now, I assume from the pattern that next episode will be all about Alan and Anne targeting pregnant women and their unborn children. <laughs> Right? Uh, you you may be right. No, no. They go back to high school. They go back to high schoolers. They go back to to young women. Uh, for Sailor Moon R episode fifty four, the school festival is for me. Queen Ray's song. That's right. It's the Ray episode we have been waiting for. Oh no! Well, be here for that next week. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. tell you how much I appreciate you taking care of Jordan while I was sick. I hope he wasn't too much trouble. He was great. Yeah, but the poor little guy really missed his mommy. Now you be a good boy and let your mommy get some rest. And I'll forgive you for not talking to me, Jordan, as long as you're still my very best buddy. Bye-bye, Jordan.